welcome fellow dampeners to yet another live interview show with Become a Fearless Father and Liam Sorrell of the Australian Dad Network. And Liam, thank you so much for taking the time for being on. Um, for all you people that are listening to this now, and are like, but dude, you said you were only going to go live every Thursday, 9 p.m. I know, but 9 p.m. for Liam is like, if I calculate correctly, 4 o'clock in the morning. He said, yeah, I'll do a lot, but yeah. <laughs> so look at that. What's going on, Thomas? Sweden is joining us. Hey, as well. That's nice. Look at that. Christopher is joining us right away. What's going on, Christopher? Appreciate you, brother. And let's start off right away with that, man. What does it mean for you being it to, to be a dad? Oh, where do you start? Um, <laughs> when there's this, there's so many different, there's so many different areas that um, I could touch on there, I suppose. And but for one thing, I mean, I suppose to, to pick out one thing that um, for me that makes me want to feel like a dad is 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 just being able to watch my kids grow um mm. it's it's every, every day is changing every day is something new and it's 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 really um it really puts me into perspective and, and my life into perspective and makes me think how um how curious i used to be and how curious i should still be today um mm -hmm. just little things you know like we just opened up a pack of um pens this morning marker pens that um have different smells to them i forgot mm -hmm. those things even existed yeah. and and my kids are i've got two boys they're three and a four year old they're 15 months apart and just the the excitement that comes from from that and trying to teach them you know um you know we don't have we don't call cotton candy cotton candy here we call it fairy floss but it was cotton candy on the thing. So trying to just just explain that kind of stuff and just to yeah, just to watch how their their minds are evolving and how excited they get about learning. It's it's it really brings it back to me that um, yeah, I can do that too. I can continue to really be curious and really love uh, living life in that in that space and learning every day. It's good fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you said it. The, the end was absolutely perfect. It's good fun, right? Because that's what mm. in the end what it's all about. That's what your kids keep getting them excited. And um, what is driving them to continue to to grow, right? Because you've noticed, I'm, I'm reading a couple of books, and in that book it was saying, like, a five-year-old will tell you, like, oh, I'm this much excited. But then us, we'll say, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> right? So it's that excitement, that learning drive that as a dad, we learn again from our kids. So like, oh, that's actually, man, why did I stop doing that? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? So that's really good, man. And see, I like this thing. The small things is what life is made up of. Absolutely, Tom. Yeah. That is yeah. so true, my friend. So let's dive into um, a little bit, Liam, into your background story, um, who you are. You already mentioned you got two boys, three and four years old. And for the people, if you want to check out what Liam is doing, here is the Australian Dads Network website. So make sure to check that out. Um, and I'll leave that on while you talk about, about you, Liam. All right, cool. So, uh I grew up in the western suburbs of Melbourne in the southeast of uh, Australia and basically, I mean, pretty sort of standard middle-class upbringing, nothing uh, too extremely exciting to talk about there. Um, 
I suppose where I start to um, start to deviate from from the path that was potentially chosen for me was when I got my driver's license and mm-hmm. I jumped in the car and I left and I just said, "This is um, this is the the thing for me. I need to get on the road." It was there was something that was calling me for a long time to just be um, just be a vagabond for uh, for a little while. Um, that little while turned into about ten years. And oh. I travelled around for for quite some time um, across Europe, um, a few laps and and crosses of Australia, um, and and in that travel as well, I I met um, some people which would eventually, um, you know, parts of their life would would be really cemented in, into my life, uh, mm. different circumstances, um, you know, especially when it comes to um, alcohol and drug use. Um, suicide, uh, uh, quite a few mental health um, things that went through uh, that path. Um, I was in the, the music festival scene for a little while and, and really mm. enjoyed that and thrived in that condition as well or that environment as well. But um, yeah, there was a there was a there was a fair bit of um, you know the the negative and, and darker side of of things as well. Um, so I went through that part and and part of that process. Um, was in that journey i ended up on the east coast of australia the northeast coast of australia and did my um diving instructors course and on the the first day of that course i looked across the room and there was this uh this girl there and i thought she's kind of (laughs) nice um and the instructor at the time of that uh course too he said he's telling a story um about um, his first uh, day on a dive instructor's course many, many decades before <laughs> and and he met his wife on the on the first day of a course. Turns no out that girl that was sitting across from me as well turned out to be my wife. So that, um, that was a cool little um, sort of story and it's, it, that's where our lives um, started from there and we travelled again as well. She was quite a vagabond as well um, mm. from Canada over to um, she went through Southeast Asia and a few places and then ended up in Australia as well. Um, we traveled around together and um, eventually a few years after that, we uh, got married and had kids and settled now in the complete opposite end of Australia to where I was where I grew up and mm. now I'm in the in the northwest of Australia in a place called Karatha um, and it's uh, Nalama country for um, all the uh, the players at home. Um, who like the, the Aboriginal Indigenous history, um, mm. and it's uh, the the main area is called the Pilbara, so that's that's sort of where I am at the moment. Um, I currently I, I do I wear two hats or a few different hats I suppose as a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the executive regional manager of an organisation called Hope Community Services, and um, I manage the Pilbara and the Kimberley, which is probably I think it's about like half the size of Europe. Um, it's a fairly Maybe not half the size of Europe. My geography is not great, but it's a massive, massive place. Yeah. And um, it's, um, yeah, for me to visit the two other three areas that I, I manage, it, um, it takes me a week just and via using a plane. So it's a bit of a bit of effort to get around, but it's really fun working with um, youth at risk um, and who are going through the youth justice system, pretty traumatic upbringings. And, and that's mm-hmm. another part of my life that really... Um, enables me to see the the devastation that can be caused from um, an upbringing that is not um, not suitable for kids um, mm-hmm. 
and and just take some of the things that I learned from my day job back home and and realize that I'm I'm not doing such a bad job. When you, you know those days when you just feel like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I can't say those things or I can't do those things. But when I when I when I reflect on some of those things, it's it's not it's not as bad as what some other kids have it. And and part of my job is to really lead uh, these the team that I work with to make sure that um, they reflect that you know they can't um, that they they're doing a really good job of um, of helping these kids that have been coming from some real disadvantage. Um, the other hat is is of course the Australian Dads Network, and mm-hmm. that started about eighteen months ago. Um, and it's just been a, a support group, really, for for dads. Um, there's a lot of a lot of different dads around, uh, as we know, and there's a lot of um, a lot of pain and, and struggle that are going on in, in families, and um, and and it's it was really a place for dads, excuse me, dads who feel um, isolated, dads who aren't really sure what um, how to take a path in life or how to how to get past the struggle or if they're in a rut how to get out of it um or or just dads that just want someone to talk to um Mm -hmm. as we know once you if you're in that environment where you've got um, a bunch of mates and then all of a sudden you have a kid um you don't see those mates as often as you used to it's a lot harder to just say i'm just going to pop down the pub and have a beer with the boys um because you've got these you've got this um this this baby to look after now and and be and that's that's your primary um that's your primary need to look after this baby and so being in a regional area of australia there was um people who come from various areas of the country to work here there's a resources area mm-hmm. so it was um yeah there was a lot of um there was a lot of people that fly in and out for work leave their families at home for two or three weeks at a time and then come and, and live out here and so there's a lot of dads that were were struggling with that, as there was mm-hmm. a lot of families back home that were struggling with that too. Um, so yeah, just tried to start that sort of that networking and and just being able to share stories and connect. Maybe just go down to um, the cafe and have a coffee or whatever, just to just to shoot the shit. Nothing serious. Nothing. Um, you know, we, we don't have all the expertise or anything like that to be able to help, but really just a a wax filled ear to be able to listen and if. And just show that we're we're there for each other, and that's um, has continued to grow into um, the this thriving Facebook group, which is now over a, a thousand members. Um, there's there's conversations which are which are really fun, but there's also a lot of conversations with guys that are hurting, um, mm-hmm. and 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 that's where you really see the strength of the 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 tribe sort of come out. You know, like everyone just comes out of the woodwork to support this guy. That's that's just done a Facebook live or just put this post out there to say I'm hurting and I don't know what to do mm-hmm. um, within minutes there's there's a bunch of guys out there reaching out just to show that hey you're not alone we're here with you so mm-hmm. it's really powerful the goosebumps now thinking about it so it's yeah. it's really cool I, I love I love that part of um, my day to be able to support these guys um, and just provide that platform I suppose um, mm-hmm. they're all doing the work I'm in there just sort of um, with a bunch of admins just sort of, you know, moderating it and, and supporting where we can. Yeah. But it's exactly. really the it's really those thousand plus guys that are in there just helping each other out. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. No, absolutely. You created that that platform for them to create an even bigger and, and stronger tribe. Um, I heard I think it was a couple of interviews back. Now, the guy was saying, like, it's so weird that we always used to thrive in tribes. 
right? That's the way we worked. And now all of a sudden we are living in a society where it's just the individual and just, yeah, I don't know what, what our ego took over or something that we don't want to join tribes like yours that are so incredible. What would you say? It's so important just to, man, I'm really stuck right now and then have like five, 10, maybe even a hundred dads all of a sudden just in minutes respond and be like, yo, man, we're here for you and, and give positive advice. So all the Australians are definitely lucky to have you set that up. Um, Thomas is Thomas knows he's also in part of a couple of tribes that I am in as well, and it's really helping um, dads out there. So it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure why that is. You know, why we don't mm. have that in a physical sense a lot of the time. There are some really awesome uh, groups out there that are doing stuff face to face as well, and mm-hmm. um, and we we push those through in the dads group as well. There's a lot of there's. Um, Dad's group incorporated that are um, that do a lot of groups face to face groups in uh, Australia. Um, they do really positive meetups. Um, mm-hmm. There's men with a pram that do um, you know they kids that are, are newborns. Their dads will take them out and they'll all meet together in, in a park and just just have a chat. You know, it's it's there's some really cool stuff happening out there. But it does um, yeah, it does sort of make me wonder a lot of the time. You know what? How we've diverted from that, um, and and how we can continue to to. And I suppose that's what um, you know the Australian Dads Network is trying to do as well is just to give avenues for guys to be able to meet up. So set up little messenger groups for that local area, so that hopefully those guys can can link up and just yeah just catch up. So the idea would be yeah we would definitely have this massive tribe of guys across the country to be able to um, just meet up and and. And, mm-hmm. and talk and I think that's um, slowly we'll get there slowly exactly exactly yeah well that's it's important to set up a solid platform and that's exactly what you're doing but what I get from you is it's not just a Facebook platform where everybody can talk to each other you're also trying to actually connect people it's like if somebody um, is from I, I don't know I'm sorry man my story is horrible so I just don't say anything but um, and if I say that correctly so yep. if there's somebody there and then there's a couple of other guys. You try to also make sure that they connect, not just on a internet base, but also on a, in a what you said, in the park or whatever it is, right? That's yeah. That. That's yeah. We we definitely encourage that, and and whether that's through the Australian Dads Network or through other people that are running their own stuff, other mm-hmm. groups. Um, yeah, we push that inside the the Dads Network um, private group to be able to get guys because we don't. I don't want to. I don't want to sort of block all other groups from from being mm-hmm. able to to share stuff if there's something that i see another group doing that is going to really support these guys and, and it's usually face to face then it, it gets thrown in there as, a, as an option for these guys um there's another as a forum going to happen down in um western australia so on the southwest um of the country mm-hmm. you know next month and nothing to do with us at all it's just an opportunity for guys to, to meet up so that gets put in there and so you know there's, um, I mean, there's there's a barbecue being held here tonight in, in my hometown with a few guys. I got a call from a guy in the group today. He's like, he's got a massive veggie garden in the backyard, and he's he's got all this salads and all this stuff um, growing. So he's like, he's inviting guys around to um, to have a barbecue in the backyard, let the kids have a play around and stuff too. So it's um, yeah, the little things, and 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 there's some some big events that get held as well. Um, so yeah, we just try and get guys to get out there and and. This is really good. This environment and Facebook and and 
and mm-hmm. um, the web and all that is really good because we can do this kind of stuff. But it's um, it's amplified when you when you're face to face. Absolutely, yeah. I must say, I can only imagine um, being a Dutch guy speaking Dutch and English and a little, and then some Spanish, of course, as well. But being in Spain, it's a uh, it's been a. I, I need my internet drives to to really help me out. And I must say, I, I enjoy more in English than talking in Spanish. So I'm kind of like, like looking for the English group. But uh, yeah, I can definitely understand that. That that sounds really awesome that kind of stuff with your kids going getting down to a barbecue having fun getting to meet other kids you get the chance to to meet other dads and discuss yeah the struggles that we all mm-hmm. day-to-day basis are, are walking into um let's see man because i gotta cut it down a little bit as you mentioned before um so what about what, what's some, what are some of the challenges that you've seen that guys came with that in the end, the group actually was really, maybe not easy, but simple to help that dad out to to step over that challenge and start working towards the next one. There's um, oh, there's quite a few challenges that come, that have come up um, over the last year and a bit, um, and you know everything from some from child alienation to mm-hmm. um, you know family budgets to um you know i don't have a job and to my wife has now left me and taken the kids and you know um to being you know suicidal i don't want to be here anymore um yeah and i think um it's hard to sort of pick one out i suppose um one one sort of example but i think I think right now the one that stands up and, and is, is sticking out in my head is is one fellow who is who was um, was administered the hospital for uh, attempting suicide. Mm. Um, reached out to the group and got um, got a bunch of support and and just you know um, uh, not advice at that stage. It was very early on, so it was it was more just support and just say you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you've got you've got so much here and. Um, and we're here for you, and there was it was a lot of guys reaching out, and um, and so what we were able to do was was just connect outside of that group as well, so messages, phone calls, um, mm. and and it was it was there was no uh, he's he's gone. I mean, there's still obviously going to be challenges for some time, but there was no um, it was there was uh, he's at a point now where he feels uh, comfortable with who he is. Um, mm-hmm. Is looking for work, getting out there and looking for work, which was a big struggle, uh, and and striving for more. Um, he we had a competition that we ran for a couple of months in the um, on the on the Facebook page, um, which was it was five um, personal development coaches or um, personal trainers in the group that did online coaching, mm-hmm. and so uh, and dads as well. So either established businesses or they're trying to establish them. So we we set up a a, a comp. Uh, a competition for these guys to be able to promote their business and give something back to the community as well. Um, this guy was um, was fortunately one of the guys that won one of the prizes, which is good because it's um, it's going to give him an opportunity to um, to really sort of push on 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 moving forward and changing um, where he's at and that headspace that he's mm-hmm. in. Um, so yeah, I I, I, st- I still keep in touch with him um, as much as I can. Um, just whenever I see him on Messenger, I'll, I'll shoot him a message and stuff like that. So, um, 
there is there is positive stories that come out of it. There's there's still a lot of guys that um you know do reach out that are struggling, especially in the family law court, um, mm-hmm. or going through that process, and um and so yeah, we just we just make sure that we, they know that they can continue to reach out, that we're there for them in that in that group when they need um and 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 hopefully they do keep coming back in. So mm-hmm. um. Yeah, there's oh man, there's a, there's a ton of stories like there's yeah more are coming through my head now. Um, <laughs> oh, you start talking about it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But that's one of the tougher things. I don't know how it's in Australia, but uh, maybe you could shine some light on that. Um, you know where there's a divorce involved, and um, you know it, it's a mother and father go to court, and where mother most of the time wins. If that's correct or not correct, and father all of a sudden doesn't get to see um, the kids at all, or maybe just one day in two weeks, or whatever it is, right? It 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 seems very unfair the way it's still set up. How is Australia developing their laws um, at the moment? Oh, it's yeah, very much one-sided towards mm. mum. Yeah, there's. There's there's a lot of different organisations that are out there trying to change this. Um, I was speaking with one lady uh, yesterday, actually, who um, she is she is um, working for. She has been collating all of the details and evidence over the last thirty years um, of the family law court in regards to the um, the issues that dads face going through there and, the, mm. um, you know, how false accusations don't get reported and don't get uh, followed up by police and, um, you know, just one one sentence that, oh, he hit me is enough, even if it's not true, um, is enough for, um, they, they don't need to, police don't need to investigate. And I, I'm still learning. Um, I didn't realise how severe this was until mm-hmm. the group started. Um, and and I thought there was, for some reason, I thought like at the very start, there's, there must be some connection with our group and another group that is, you know, there's there's a lot of guys coming through that are going through this child alienation or having these issues with the family law court. Um, but what I'm learning is that there was no connection. It was, it's just that there's a lot of it happening and there's a lot of those guys that are reaching out at their wits end and saying, I need help with this. I just need some guys in my corner because I can't. I've lost my my family and I don't know who to turn to. So it was just guys just reaching out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has turned into something that is that we are working with the dads to try and figure out, um, you know, how we can help them the best, but also mm-hmm. how um, you know how we can um, link up with other organisations that are making that change. Um, and and I mean, Australian doesn't has doesn't want to be anything political or get into that space. Um, but there are other organisations and other groups that do want to be in that space, so you know we we can we can just link guys up with them if that's if that's an avenue that they want to do uh, mm-hmm. travel down. But it's yeah, it's huge, and there's there are a ton of guys that are going through that at the moment. Um, and so we we linked up with a um, a legal firm over in the uh, in Parramatta, in which is just not far from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that's a, a referral path, pathway that we've uh, hooked up there for the guys. So they really support the guys. I think there's about seven or eight guys at the moment that are working with them. So it's um, they're really passionate about supporting dads. It's one of their big um, big drivers. Uh, so yeah, we we're really excited um, to be able to do that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But 
yeah, it it just baffles me how ridiculous the um, the family law court is. And like I said, I don't really um, know the full ins and outs of it, and I don't want to get into to politics. Mm. But it's um it's it's devastating for um for dads, and it's devastating for the kids that are being mm. okay. uh, a lot of the time. It's a lot of the time out of spite for um, mm-hmm. from mum or the the partner uh, for the for the dad, and um, the kids don't need that. And you know, it's putting a lot of guys under so much stress that they're looking to end their lives. Mm-hmm. That's that's just not on, as far as I'm concerned. No, so, yeah. Now, hopefully, we get to a a moment. And then hopefully that's soon where it's just 50 50 that it's just neutrally looked at both partners where they at and what is feasible or not like we can both we can both agree on the fact that there are mothers that absolutely should not have any responsibility to kids and there's also some fathers that absolutely should not have any responsibility to kids however on the other end there's you know the opposite yeah. and it, it there's no looking at that and you see the kids going to the mother and you're like how is that possible? This this mother is not a mother, right? Problems, drugs, alcohol, but there's no looking at that. But as soon as a dad drinks a glass of beer, it's like, nope, <laughs> can't happen. Whoop. It's like, wow. <laughs> well, there's yeah, a guy just, a guy just recently I was speaking to. Um, he um, for an, I can't remember how long for, but it was, it was for a, a year or so. They had this. And they separated, uh, mum and, and dad separated, um, and they had a really nice co-parenting relationship, even wow. though it was unsettled. Um, mm-hmm. And and she was going through a lot of um, yeah, a lot of nasty stuff in her own personal mm-hmm. life. Um, he was stable, and he was looking after the kids, and 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 they were handing them back and forward. You know the way a good sort of co-parenting relationship would be, um, you would seem. Um, and then I've gone through. Um, court because he um it was just set for this this court date went through um and because he was working full time the mm. um the judge said that or the magistrate said that he um he can't spend enough time with the kids or doesn't have enough um time to spend with the kids they made that decision for him um even um even though his his uh, ex argued against it um wow. and has has massive issues um personal issues as well so it, yeah, you can't you can't pick it, and it's it's devastating. That's even more insane. Like if, if actually the mother is saying like, "Look, I need to work through my shit first. Excuse my language. Just don't give the kids to me. Leave them with my husband who's do, or my ex-husband who's doing a great job. Let me work out my stuff, and you know we'll see from there, right?" It's like really. And then the court's gonna say, "No, no, 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 no. He's working." So it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And that's a pity, man. Yeah, let's hope that it, that gets changed real fast because dads like that are amazing, right? In my book, they're the heroes. Like, I, I got a client who's a single dad. Mother's not involved whatsoever, non picture, right? And he's just stepping up to the plate so amazingly that I'm like, dude, man, props. <laughs> that is so fantastic, right? And yeah, he, he's now building his own group where he's want, wanting to support single dads and single moms. Right, cool. because he says if we're all the same in the end, right? We we have all the same issues, even though we think like you're a man, you're a woman, but the issues in the end are all the same. Let's talk yeah. about another challenge, man. If that's okay with you, yeah, yeah. Take it personal. Um, we are struggling a little bit with our three-year-olds, 
And I actually think it's just that age. <laughs> I'm already feeling where you're going with this. Man, this guy is freaking, whoo. He doesn't sleep his little nap anymore. So he just goes straight out. But the later it gets, the freaking more insane he gets and just start throwing stuff, yelling. Man, he has a voice. I think if, if he keeps going, he's going to be an opera singer for sure. <laughs> so we've tried a lot of stuff. I'm not going to say we've tried everything, right? Because if we tried everything, we, we, we got it. But we've tried a lot of stuff to see what works. Um, and I'm talking opposites, right? I'm talking about, I'm going to be honest here, I'm talking about uh, giving hugs and kisses when you ex out to just spank him on the ass when he's really nuts, right? When he bites his brother and you just see his teeth in the, in the arm, right? Stuff like that. And none of it has so far reached like, okay, yes, this is something that we can continue to work on to um, progress from this challenge and go to the next one, right? And I'm sure you've heard this. I'm sure there's more dads that be like, dude, what do I do with this? So share a little bit, man. What, what's been some of the solutions or strategies that have been shared amongst dads that have worked? <laughs> well, yeah, I I had a sense that this was this this question was going to head this way. And um, <laughs> I mean, to be completely honest, I don't know. <laughs> I've got a three and a four year old right now. Um, and my wife and I just really struggled. The door's closed now to this room and the other room because they're having mm. a nap now. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's it's 2.30 in the afternoon here. Yeah. Um, it was a massive, massive struggle to get them to have a nap. Um, mm. It was, and it's equally as challenging in the evenings as well. We don't have naps usually. It's just that, that one's starting to get that little bit of a, a cold. Um, so he's mm. starting to um, get fatigued and, and just not be very happy. Um, mm. And the other one is tired. You can tell he's tired because he's had a few rough nights. Mm. Um, but we want to take them out. There's a there's a fair in town. We want to take them to that this afternoon. And the friends have invited us around for dinner. So we wanted to do that. Um, so we knew it was going to be a bit of a late night. So let's have a nap. And plus, I'm doing this, so it's handy to have um, some quiet time to do that. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a, a massive struggle. Um, there's, I mean, there's there's loads of things that I've tried that have come from the group, um, similar stuff to what you've just said. Um, spending, you know, trying to get more time leading up to the actual uh, act of going to sleep, um, you mm-hmm. know, those routine, trying to establish routines, but you know, a week or two into it, it doesn't, nothing's changed or it's gotten worse. And so, you know, it's, I think that, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's massive three-year-olds and four-year-olds finding it just, just massive work. And the Mm -hmm. only thing that I can, the only thing that I can really try and, uh, I suppose, do myself um, is just get more patient. Mm. (laughs) It's, and it's that's hard. That's it's that's challenging. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't, uh, yeah, it's and I think that uh, well, I mean, you've probably heard it all before. I, I, I thought I was patient before. Uh, I was really patient, and then I had kids. Um, <laughs> now I, and you know, the last four years has been massive um, wake up call for me, and it's constantly, um, you know, testing me. And mm. it's, I mean, it's all feedback to me um, to to what I'm 
who I am and what am I able to deal with? And, mm-hmm. you know, I go through the, uh, and we go through the same process as, as yourself, um, from the hugs to the, you know, a bit of a smack on the bum if things get really, really bad. Um, and, you know, and, you know, I hate going to that stage and it's just not the person, you know, I said it to uh, Alison, my wife, not long ago, is that um, toddlers have taken me to a place that I didn't ever want to be as a parent. Mm. But it's it's that pressure that gets put on you and it's, I think that's where it comes, you know, continue to work on myself from within to, to, um, to help them uh, externally, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's challenge. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have any uh, <laughs> any real answers to that. Um, it's the trick. Got- it's the secret. No, I don't think there is actually a secret. I think it's actually like what I've heard, understood. Three, four is that stage, and then when they turn, what is it like, fourteen, fifteen, when they get into the the teen stage area, where they just yeah, they act out. They have to get to know themselves, I guess, right? Um, but it's a discipline area where we're trying to see. So one of the things, of course, that's been mentioned by other dads is like you make sure that you're consistent, both your mm-hmm. wife and you, because that, that's also, you know, it's not just you. It's also your wife. If you both do different things, then they know that they're going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And they get very, very intelligent. Sometimes he does stuff, and I'm like, dude, how do you come up with that stuff? Yeah. Right? But he's so he's so naughty, and he looks he's like, he took a shit yesterday in in the poof. You know what a poof is? It's like I don't know if that's an English word. It's it's a, a it's in our house. It's green. You just can sit in it and you just go flop. You disappear. Yeah, right. sure. yeah. He took a shit in it. It's like, dude, what are you doing? He just smiles. He's like, hey, can you clean my ass? I'm like, what? Uh, no, yeah. my wife was really cool, but she's like, you got to clean this. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty smart actually, because I would just clean it. And he's like, oh, I'm so tired now. I can't deal with this right now. All right. One of the things that I do that really helps when they go whoop, over the top and I try to do that when they're calm is do breathing exercises with them. Hmm. So in the moment that they actually go, right, I go, oh, wait, I have no idea. What you, I can't, you can't understand what they're saying. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's take a couple of deep breaths and now let's discuss what's going on. And that kind of seems to help. Mm. And the hugs, I must say, because he knows now that I like hugs and I find them important. So he's smart. That's what I'm saying. They're so intelligent. And he comes at me already. So he does something bad. He comes at me already. Hug, hug. I'm like, you naughty, smart little man. Look, man, Chris just joined us. Hey, Chris. And that's really cool. What's going on, Chris? Thanks for joining us. Um, we got yeah, I think there was, there was, there was um, just to quickly touch on that too, I think, is – is when kids, especially toddlers, escalate so far, they've completely lost all ability to to think about anything. And so I think that's that's I mean that's something that I would I would uh, I would encourage as well. And that's that's what I like to do is is just give the boys a hug. But that the breathing techniques um, we use we we use those with our three year old. Our four year old's not really that interested at night time. Mm-hmm. Um, to sort of get some some oxygen through to have a bit of a breathe just before bed. But mm-hmm. the um, yeah, the, the the hugs and the breathing techniques when they've escalated so high are really good just to them to be able to slowly deregulate themselves yeah. and just bring it all down and then have that conversation afterwards. It's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because that was the biggest mistake I was making in the beginning, trying to argue and, and, and reason with them when they're in that 
thing, it is like, that's like talking to a wall. It's not going to do yeah. anything here. But I think, yeah. you know, you're in that state yourself. You don't realize it's like, so. Yeah. Man, and that goes all the way up to preteens as well, like, and probably teens as well. But um, up to preteens as well, it's the same thing that once they hit that, that mark, um, yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to sort of just chill the room. Exactly. Yeah. Man, I don't know, Chris. You know him apparently, but this is sharp, man. Connection before correction. I love that. Thanks for sharing, Chris. That's really good. I got to remember that one. And and lovely kids, by the way. I can see them all smiling. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. Really appreciate that. Chris is and, Chris is a wise man. Ah, uh, well, the, I've I've noticed that just now by by the the short three words, and it made an impact. Awesome, man. Thank you, Chris. Um, so. Yeah, we got a couple more minutes more. Um, for me, this is also an important one and one that we've struggled with. And you got, uh, you know, you got two kids, you got your job, you're doing your, um, your straight in dad's network. And of course, most importantly, you have a wife, right? So what do you do to make sure that you stay connected with her and, and stay aligned. I think that's connection now is going pretty well, but it's a line part, right? Where two different people got to have like, you know, okay, this is what we're doing with regards to raising our kids. This is what we do in regards to trying to level up our lives, right? Mm. How do you get that done? Um, again, we've told us it's a challenge. Um, so it's, it's for us, we we are in that we're still in that remote town so we're my wife's from canada so all her family and and, and friends are over there i'm from the southeast of australia so a lot of my mates and, and and family are over there so it really is just i mean we've got we've got friends here um mm. but day to day it really comes down to just us um together and we spend a lot of that time connecting once the boys go to bed mm. so there's there tends to be uh, you know those those few hours once the boys go to bed which combines, you know, us just um, chilling out, just you know, have, maybe have a cup of tea and just just mm. relax. Um, we're we're oh, Elston might not say that I I think I'm a pretty good listener. Um, sometimes I I don't uh, I don't uh, listen a hundred percent, but I think um, a lot of us are like that. Um, yeah, but we we. We, we connect really well through conversation mm. and because we've we've got that um, um, we're both backpackers uh, from our past lives so we're we've got we've got some dreams that are that are together for us so you know we really want to take um, before the boys go to high school we really want to take them out of school and just mm. go traveling in a caravan around the country for as long as we can Um so a lot of our conversations are around how can we get to that point. So mm -hmm. it's a mutual conversation that we can both provide input, and um, and it's exciting for us to have those conversations. So and especially I think for when you when you do have a bit of a shitty day, um, whether that be work or with the kids and, and that struggle to put them to bed, um, and you do get them into bed, and then it's if you if you dwell on that or you know it's good to have a bit of a debrief, and we do that as well. But mm -hmm. if, if you dwell on that for too long and then go straight to bed, then it's not really it's not going to be a restful sleep. So we do a bit of a debrief and then we we, we talk about what's exciting and um, and you know those plans for the future that um, we're really excited about and and then um, 
yeah, that makes the it makes the evening um, a bit more relaxed and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's those yeah connecting on those same those same um, those same desires for our life is is what it brings us closer together and um, and reaffirms what we're what we're all about, which is just have fun, travel, and um, and enjoy ourselves. Exactly, I love that. That that makes that makes real sense. But now you have a mutual vision of something that you want to do, right? And then it's just like you're both excited about it. So you debrief, get you get the clutter out, and then yep. you start talking about the fun stuff. And then you go to bed like this, you know, big smile on your face. You're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. You lay your head down, you, you think about it even more. You got to read the mm-hmm. rest, and you can, you know, tackle tackle that the morning challenges, right, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, it, but it sort of yeah, it just makes it clear. You wake up in the, in the morning, you've got your job to do, which is is leading up to that that goal that we talked about last night. So, yeah, it makes the, it makes the. I mean, um, the jobs that we do aren't um, extremely challenging um, physically, anyway. Mentally, they can be sometimes, but it's um, it, it's it's good to have that um, perspective on why you're going to work, and yeah. that's uh, that's really important, I think, to be able to. Um, not just get through a day, but just do your best um, because you have you have that that reason for for, for going there every day. And um, I was speaking with a, a mate today, Peter Border, who um, he he said, you know, he's a he's a um, a personal coach, and he says that he charges what he does because he values his time uh, away from his family enough that he um, you know it, it, he needs to make it worthwhile because his main priority is his family. Yeah. Um, and if he's not going to be there with him, he needs to make it worthwhile. So yeah. that's um, that's the way I sort of see it too. Unfortunately, I can't pick my uh, my wage at this point, but um, <laughs> that's uh, or my hourly rate. But that's that's the the way that I treat it as well. So I, I, I make sure that every time I'm away from family for work, I'm making the most out of it so that it's it's getting us to the point where we want to uh, want to be. Exactly, exactly. That's amazing, man. Because yeah, you probably heard it as well. Uh, I think. Um, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger was saying it in one of those motivational videos that like 70% of people that go into work just hate their job, right? They're miserable. However, now you have like a job and hopefully you like your job, but you have a job and you use it as a vehicle. You're like, okay, it's very clear for me. This is my vehicle to get me to that amazing vision that my wife and I are focusing on and wanting to get you know, turned into reality. That's that makes work a lot more fun, right? And a lot mm-hmm. easier to do to get through it. Now, I like that. I like that in a lot of areas. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. And, and You're welcome. Now, Chris, you got you to come on the show too. Shared family vision is powerful. You should get Chris on this show. 100%. Right? I think yep. I should. Man, this is amazing. Thanks, uh, Chris, for sharing this. Um, so, yeah, man, I got something to work on. So we get, we're getting to the end of this uh, show, right? Um, I'm going to share real quick, but so many people left responses. So i got to try and look real quick for this, right? So for everybody that's been watching this either now or a replay, and if you are watching this on the replays, put in hashtag replay real quick. Um, this is the website of Australian Dads Network. This is only... Or, or the group is only for Australian dads, right? There's no vision for you saying, okay, I'm going to expand this in the future. It's just dads that are in Australia. At this stage, yeah, that's where we're staying. Um, there's, I mean, I've had conversations with a lot of guys in the group about um, uh, 
you know, how they found out about it or, or why they, they came to this group. And um, a lot of guys found that they, you know, they're involved in, in other groups that mm-hmm. are international groups and and they just wanted the, – and, and I've been a part of those groups. Chris and I have been in, in a part of um, a group, uh, the Dad's Edge, for we were part of that for a long time. I'm sure Chris is part of that still. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that was extremely important part of my life and there's a lot mm-hmm. of guys that have um, – are there as well and, and there's tons of good um, valuable groups that are around there that are worldwide groups yeah. um, and a lot of guys said uh, come in and, and said that they they just wanted something with a bit of an Australian flavor mm-hmm. um, and to be able to and that's the the important part is is to be able to connect with guys face to face so yeah at this stage yeah we're um, I mean I'm not looking to um, increase my workload uh, any more than what it is at the moment with this the group and um, you know we've got a few things in the background like the um, so we've got a podcast as well the Australian Des Network podcast um, so that's as you know takes up some time um, yeah and and so really just really just um, the Australian flavor I suppose is what what a lot of guys uh, are after. Um, it's not to say that there's there's guys from overseas that can't join if they if they want mm. that flavor as well. Um, yeah, but the the local connections is is really important. Exactly. Yep, I can understand that. Great man. What are other ways to get in contact with you if guys are out there, you know, listening to you and they're like, man, I got this very urgent question. I think William has like a perfect answer for me. How can I get connected <laughs> with you? Um, yeah. Oh, well. Um, on Facebook is probably the best, so you can friend me on Facebook if you if you like my face um, and the voice, then do that. Um, yeah, otherwise, uh, yeah, connect with me on on um, email if you want to shoot us an email. If you think there's something that you can any value you can provide to the Australian Dads Network, then feel free to to reach out. It's Liam at AustralianDadsNetwork.com.au, which is nice and easy. Um, but yeah, Facebook is Facebook is is where I'm at most of the time. I I, I dabble in instagram and twitter and linkedin but facebook is facebook is um it's the easiest for me at the moment <laughs> yeah all dads are on facebook <laughs> yeah i know it's almost subconscious now how easy uh, how i utilize facebook so um but yeah twitter and instagram and all the other ones i've got uh, australian dads network has accounts on those but um yeah if you're looking for up-to-date information on those it's not it's not as updated as as often same as the, the website is 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 still um here and there when I can mm-hmm. get the opportunity to sit down and do some stuff on it. So I Facebook, agree. Facebook, Facebook. Excellent. All right, man. Well, for the people that are listening or watching this on, so listening on the podcast or watching this on YouTube, um, then this will not be live. This will be a replay. And all those links that Liam just mentioned will be in the description section for you to enjoy, click on and connect with him. And um, again, Liam, thank you so much for taking the time for being on the show. And, um, Man, I, I enjoyed it. I learned tons again. Um, so very appreciative. And everybody else for being, sorry, we went a little over 45 minutes on the show. Thank you, Chris, Thomas, Christopher. Thanks, guys, for sharing your insights as well. I love that. I love, that's what a tribe is about, right? We all mm-hmm. share our views. So thank you, and we'll see each other very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Are you still meeting up with your friends now that you're a father? Kids making you stress out, you got no time for yourself to work out, read, or relax. Can you still remember the time you were hanging out with your friends, feeling energetic, happy, and confident? 
spending time together and talking about your life and your crazy dreams. You're feeling alone now, don't you? No one to share your challenges with and you're just running around from one storm into the next. Well, it's time to change this now. Join me and the Brotherhood of Fearless Fathers to speak on a weekly basis with like-minded dads to crush your challenges, face your fears with determination, be held accountable and regain control of your life. If you want to become the hero your family needs you to be, then go to becomeafearlessfather.com brotherhood. Looking forward to seeing you on one of our next calls.